With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back to the best sports Sunday show there is on YouTube, the Coach Steve Show. At ten forty six a.m. At ten forty six a.m. Times to start. Well, I never told him the time this time. Well, that's good. That's good because sometimes we have to cleanse ourselves of our our sins. Games. Yeah, or the that sin- happened earlier in the week. Or the sins of others. Yes, we pray for others. Since this is Sunday and this is your daily church session, me, Coach West, and Brad usually talk about the sins of others. And then we get on to the show at 10 a.m. Central Time. Now it's 1047 Central Time. Yes. 
But you guys got to realize, but, whoever, whoever listens, we're high school coaches, and we both had a game yesterday. Mount, mountain time, it's only 947, so we're still on time. We're actually early. All right, I'll take it. We're, we're on Perfect. time. Perfect. Yes. So, no Brad. He's ghosting us. No Brad. Yes. Maybe he went back to New Orleans. He might be he might be on the LSU staff by this point. We don't even know. <laughs> he might be the nutritionist at LSU. If he did and he didn't tell us to get us into that locker room or in that organization, I'm gonna kick his ass. Just no. Forget the ass, straight to the balls. Straight. Kick him right in the nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna take each basketball, like each brand, and just throw it at him. <laughs> Adidas ball. You'll probably miss with that, though, if we're used to the Nike balls. Yeah, it'll be a slight to the left. Yes. The Nike ball will get him right in the nuts, and then the Adidas ball will miss with. The Under Armour one will get him right in the face. And the Rock ball will probably deflate before it gets there. Then what's the other one? <laughs> that's what it is, is, the Rock ball. Well, they use Spalding. That's it. That's 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 the one. In the in the tournament, they use Spalding. Is that what the NBA uses too? Yes, I believe so. Not that I care about the NBA. Whereas but high school is all use Wilson. High school uses Wilson or Spalding, I think too. I've seen. You've seen some Spaldings. Some Spaldings. Did they did they have the UPC on the ball? I just said that really weird, but on the ball. Hey, they like do. The UP, those are the good footballs when you get the UPC on them. That's what happens in the suburbs. They have their own rules. <laughs> they get those rubber balls. The kicking game is out of this world. They use those or the black top, like orange or the black balls that's only made for outdoors. Yes, with the uh, self inflator pump. Self inflator pump. And man, that basketball court is just torn up at the end. Yes. But yeah, we need to shame Brad. Too bad he doesn't have Twitter. Yeah, he doesn't have I, the, twi- the Twitter. I still tag it every time just in hopes that the phone still tells him that he's being tagged. Because that's what it did to him at first. Guarantee you it does. I'm just going to make him one. I'm going to make him an account right now and be like, Brad, I own this account now, so you are out there. We should make a not Brad Miller Twitter page. And we'll call it the Raising Cane. And we put the picture of him wearing the tinfoil hat as his profile picture. Tinfoil hat and then it will be at Raising Cane. Not Cane's. Raising <laughs> Cane. <laughs> I'm writing this down because I will probably do it. And that's okay, Steve. Because basically you own both me and him. It's your show. It's like the rights. I own like the we rights. have to ask permission from you to use our own likeness. We need to get a contract drawn up. This is bullshit. We need a contractor and we need a publicist before we say anything. Yes. And that publicist could be a facetious person. It could be not Brad Miller. And then when they tell us that we can't say this, I'm going to say, shut the fuck up. I'm going to say it anyway. Not Brad Miller says we can't. Yeah, not not Brad Miller at Raisin Cane said I could say this. Yes. Or Dr. Chicken Strip. That could be the other name. Yes. 
no wonder why this is the slowest slowest growing podcast we're having this conversation yes but it's okay because that dude i tell you what that thing that you joined man they get that word out so we might have a listener or two drop in and i figured out how to make this go live on twitter so right now this video is actually on twitter right now going live All right, so then we got to talk business, Steve. No more bullshit. Here we go. Well, that's all Twitter is, is bullshit, so we should be able to... That's true. It is COVID debates amongst a bunch of uh, penny doctors, and... Mm, Nope, that's about all it is right now. Or Ohio State fans. One of the two. Oh, yeah. But anyway, okay. you never know. Brad might hop on. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Illinois football, Steve. So Nathan's our uh, live reporter for the Illinois games. Yes. Now, Don't miss a game. Before we talk bad about it, it looked like the student section was really full. You sent that picture, and I was like, that looks beautiful, actually. Yeah, yeah. So student section very full. Uh, they gave out like these little like foam eyes, and then the students instead of the beer cup line, ended up doing a foam eye line. They like disassembled them, and they had them going all the way from like the band all the way up around like a horseshoe thing, and ended up trying to get it on the field. And the band people were like trying to escort it down, and then it fell apart. So they were trying. That was to, pretty cool. They were doing. I mean, the, they're at least trying to do something. The beer snake. I saw a picture of that. Yeah, so yeah, they, but it was the glow stick snake thing. I don't, I don't know. So at least Whatever, they're trying. Dude. Yeah, they're trying to do cool things. They are primed for a pygmy dart show. <laughs> Again, we've said Brought this a million times. Keystone Light. We know how to fix Illinois game day. That's not the issue. Actually, actually, Illinois is like, dude, they have so many advertisements for uh, Dosa Keys. And I'm like, since when did we get classy? This is our problem. We think that we're swanky. We're not those people. People that go to Illinois games, no. They do like, there's, yeah. Let's not act like we're like... Like they like uh what Jim Miller or what, who the hell was that guy on Joe Dirt? Don't try and dress it up, Dirt. Don't try and dress it up, Illinois. We're not that. Yeah, I think we talked about this before. They have to know their clientele. Their clientele is in Champagne, which there's some pinky up people. We all know this, but they're the ones at yeah, the fifth. They, they're they're at like the donate money and don't even come to the games. Like that's those people. Right. You have to. Your clientele is outside of Champagne with overalls and a straw hat. Like, those are the people you have to go after. Yeah, because when you have a game on a Friday night and there's only like 20,000 people there, or maybe 15,000 people there, most of that being in the student section, you know that it's small. It's a small town fan base because they were all at football games, except for those who had to play on Saturday. Again, I hate... I sort of lucked out because our game got moved to Saturday. I was like, I can watch the Illinois game, but like, that's the stupidest thing to do unless it's November. Yeah. And yeah, I just, 
I get it. You're trying to get on Fox and get a primetime game, but I don't like it because how many how many recruits are going to bail on their high school team to go to a visit? And then do you want that guy who's willing to bail on his team to go to a college visit? Would you even schedule a high school guy to come that night? Maybe if they had a Saturday game, but even then it's like, man, I don't really want to mess up your schedule because there's a lot of hustle and bustle that goes along. Yeah, that's if the game's yeah, they at do eight. All that tours and stuff like because the game's at eight o'clock, you're probably there at five, and they're probably going to like give you a tour, talk to you, do this, do yeah. that, do as much as they can within the recruiting restrictions. Yeah. Um. And I don't know what's happened, but I'm kind of over like not having pyrotechnics. I don't know who the hell dropped the ball there, or if that because of the embargo. But you're telling me we can come up with a rapid test and a freaking University of Illinois lab, but we don't know how to make our own freaking pyrotechnics because, like, you know, when the team comes out and there's nothing to really like alert people, and it's just kind of boring. Like, they used to have an orange and a blue fireworks that would, like, go off. That was kind of cool. That was picturesque. Um, the band got pyro this past week. Again, we need to be hired. Once And they tried to do the stupid-ass light show again, and we've already talked about that. And honest to God, so there was a, some people sitting around us that actually downloaded the app because I refused to download it because basically you give them permission to, like, take over your phone for this light show okay and it literally just flashes a orange and blue eye a black and white eye and then a coca-cola sign and i think it's subliminal messaging to get people to go buy coke at the concession stand. by god it's not that uh hickory sandwich or whatever that hickory river me and my wife went there before the game because we're not walking into the east freaking concourse you'll get hickory river Though we love their pork, uh, pulled pork nachos. If they want to sponsor, go right ahead. Yeah. If they want to sponsor, yeah. Make me want to eat those nachos because I don't even need an excuse to eat them things. I'll eat them for breakfast. I will go there for breakfast. Steve, there's a lot of times I get there at 1030. Hickory River's there. I'm eating some pulled pork nachos. That's like brunch. I haven't had Hickory River in like eight years. Yeah, still the same place, still good. They forgot my wife's fries and brought us both out free cobblers. Now that that's and service. Gave us fries. Yeah, and gave us the fries. And it was like a double heaping of fries. She couldn't eat them all. But we've been over this. We need to be hired for the game day experience for every single sport. I think we could handle every single sport. Football, most importantly. But we can yeah, handle cause, it. Yeah, because the product on the basketball court is kind of taking care of itself. And it's more of a basketball school anyway. Let's be honest. We just lose our identity when we lose good coaches. So for those of you trying to run Coach B off, uh, suck an egg. Because this is going to take a little while because Lovey Smith. It isn't a coincidence that Lovey and Loss both start with an L. Well, that was the we thing. That was the thing before we even talked about the game. I've already seen, like, fire. I don't know if I've seen any firing of Bielema, but they're, like, not happy. And then I've seen fire Tony Peterson, the offensive coordinator. 
and I'm not happy with the offense, but I'm not at that point where you're like, fire him. Like, that's a bit extreme. Now, I'm not happy with the offense, but I think we talked last time. We just don't have... The O-line is doing what it can. I think if you had this O-line and we just had a competent quarterback and had a guy... We didn't have Doug Kramer. Didn't have Doug. Yeah. That hurt. But people are talking about the O-line already. I'm like, that's the strength of it right now. But like, when a defense knows that's all you have is an offensive line, they're going to blitz. They're going to stack the box. If you don't have a wide receiver to throw it to besides Williams, like Isaiah Williams, like that's it. That's all you're going to throw it to. It's easy to play defense. Let's let's be honest. Our offensive line is a bunch of super duper seniors, is what I guess I would call them. They ain't getting the job done. And so then what we're going to do is we're going to take another super-duper senior in Brandon Peters, who's kind of like Nick Foles. I'm sure in the right situation, he could probably win. But Illinois is not the situation for him, just like the Chicago Bears is not the situation for Nick Foles. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, Brandon Peters is a freaking statue. He has arm talent, but ever since he got hurt in, like, 2019, he ain't been the same. He sucks. At least the freaking dude from Rutgers has a little bit more eligibility left. Like, because honestly, with that game call script, like, I wish that uh, Sid would have actually had a chance to throw on first down a couple of times. Because that opened up our offense when we did that with him. He's a little bit more mobile. He's not crazy mobile. He's a little bit more mobile to make shit right. The only time Peters took off was when there was no one within 30 yards. Like, the dude rushed way too far upfield, and our tackle just right upfield they went. And then he took off, and there was nobody within 30 yards, and he only got, like, 12. Like, he's slow. Um, And honestly, I think he's trying to protect himself because he thinks that he is – the bona fide starter, so he's doing shit. Like he's not he's not putting it all out there, in my opinion. Like and he could have rust because he was out last week. Um and really didn't get actually he's been out since week one. Peter's has. Mm-hmm. So it could be a rust factor. But I'm gonna be honest, going to the Illinois game, we got that freshman running back. It's pretty damn good, but he went out with an injury. Uh, the big 240-pound uh-huh. kid, that dude's a horse. And Isaiah Williams, and those are like your only Division One guys that can com- perform at a Big Ten level. I'll just be honest. I don't know where everybody sees the talent. There's other beat writers who are like, this team's too talented and people – you're living in a freaking – I don't know what you're living in, a utopia where unicorns shoot rainbows out their ass. I don't know. But Luke Ford's been a disappointment. Yeah, uh, the other tight ends decent, but I wouldn't say he's like a Big Ten amazing. Yeah, I maybe think, we're just using them right, but I think some of the beat writers, like we 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 all jumped on the Bielma bandwagon. I think that's what they were doing, but then they're like, how do I put this? They want them to, what they're writing is what they want Illinois to be, which is what they will be probably three or four years. It's going to take a while. 
I mean, Illinois was picked last, I think, in the Big Ten or second to last. Yep. By people outside of Champaign. From a, from a national perspective, yes. Now, what frustrates me, and we, I've said it before, is I want the film on the Nebraska game and watch Illinois offense because it looks completely different. Even with Statowski in there, like yeah. that, it looked completely different from Nebraska to UTSA to Virginia then to Maryland. Completely different. And I don't know why it's changed from the second half of Nebraska to now. What changed so much? Let's just go ahead and be honest. We have not had a winning season since Ron Zook in 2011. Which, shout out to Ron Zook, he was on Maryland's sideline. The camera showed him, and I completely forgot he went there. Um, He is their special teams coach and outside linebackers coach. Because I I forgot Loxley was his offensive coordinator when he got there. Yeah, and now the roles have kind of switched. But let's 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 you know what? Let's go clear back to the year two thousand. We've had one, two, three, four. We've had four winning seasons in twenty one years. Four winning seasons. It's winter time. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm a veterinarian. I'm coming to you live from an average Tuesday night. Mom, where's my homework folder? Go ask your dad. Yes, it's 6 p.m., I'm done with work, and already in full swing at home. That's because I'm an indie vet. Indie Vets has created a whole new way to practice that truly puts vets first. I've got a team that always has my back, and it's built around the perfect balance of what makes associate work super steady and relief work totally flexible. What's five times six? Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got math homework. Indie Vets, a whole new way to vet. In 21 years. Four. If that doesn't scream losing culture, I don't know what does. Uh, And then they expect BMO to get it done right now? Like, we had hopes, and honestly, like, he flat out said it, because you probably don't get the radio show up there, but he was like, we got to learn how to win games. And honestly, everybody's all pissed off at him about not going for it on fourth and one. I'm sorry. Offensive line was shit. Why the hell would I go for it on fourth and one when my offensive line couldn't stop anything? Well, the whole offense, like your whole offense is struggling. It's one thing to be like, oh, this part of our offense is working. It's fourth and one. Let's do it. Let's go for it. But when What was interesting was, so remember when wide zone was really good against Nebraska, right? We started like hitting that really well. Inside zone was hitting pretty well against uh, – and I was surprised we didn't do more of that. We were like A-gap to A-gap, but it was really good. Like it looked good A-gap to A-gap. And I think it's because we run so much wide zone. 
yeah, they complement each other very well. If you run a shit ton of inside zone and then all of a sudden you go wide, it just yeah. opens it up. You run a lot of wide zone. Um, but someone told me when he was at App State, his wide zone has inside zone um, rules, so he runs it a little yeah. different. Um, oh, there's a ghost. Your door just opened. No, it's my stupid ass boy dog. And then there's my girl bug. Like we have a camera set up in here at the doors just in case. And it, my yeah. phone will alert me. So when it says there's motion, now 98% of the time it's the dog just walking through. But the times where there's nothing there and there's a motion, I'm like, it's haunted. It's freaking haunted. <laughs> I'm done with this. I had it plugged in at night one time going to bed and it did that and so it has, it looks black and white, you know. I'm just waiting for something to pop up on my phone and it said motion. And I was like, it's haunted. We got to move. It's, it's time to go. <laughs> and I'm out. And they're char- and they've raised our rent like 17 fucking times. Yeah, they raised the rent 25, 30% and it's haunted. Yeah. Fuck that. That sounds like a horror movie. It looks like it off the camera version when you're looking on your phone. It's yeah. that black and white thing like on the movies. And then I thought about that documentary you told me and Brad about where the person's head twisted around. I was like, we got to go. Like my first thought was we got to go. Mm-hmm. Hold on here, Steve. I will be right back. So you go on a tangent about Illinois. <laughs> Illinois fans need to calm their shit. Saying we need to fire all these coaches because we don't need to fire all these coaches. Um, I don't trust Illinois fans where these basketball fans, these basketball fans that came on and said that we need to fire... Coach Underwood, when we were struggling a little bit or losing some games, those are not the fans to listen to. We have, like, Illinois needs to stay the course. Don't fire Bielma. Don't fire Peterson. And you're back. Don't be stupid and draw stupid conclusions from a short ass time frame. Like, in four games, we're willing to just throw a dude away after 20 years we've just oh yeah levy's gonna get it done this year let's see how many winning seasons levy smith had 2016 loser 2017 loser 2018 loser 2019 loser 2020 loser well levy smith's best record a lot of winning here now was it 2019 is illinois the vanderbilt of fucking the big 10 is it us or purdue has purdue been better or Indiana. Let's go ahead and look. Let's go ahead and look that up. You look up Purdue. I'll look up Indiana. Yeah. Goodbye, me. Okay. Since the year two thousand one, do five hundreds count? I mean, let's do losing seasons and say when they were five hundred because, like. Because what sucks is... Okay, but that's a lot. That's a lot for Purdue. A lot of... Like, they have a few... They have way more in Illinois because Illinois hasn't been 500. Okay, so we'll just do just winning seasons. Okay. So they have to be above 500. Indiana has had three. Purdue's had seven. Oh, God. And that's not counting the 500 seasons. 
Yeah, Indiana doesn't even have a 500 season. Purdue has been to 11 bowl games, and we've been to... Six, so they've doubled us on bowl appearances in the last twenty years. Indiana has been to yes, five. We are, no, we're like Steve. I think we're like Arkansas, but no. Arkansas is good now, so we can't be Arkansas. Uh, we are like. Are we like Kentucky? We are like Kentucky. So we're the. So we have the Vanderbilt academics, but the Kentucky history, I guess, besides basketball. Looks like a Kentucky football record. Indiana has been to five bowl games since 2000 and has lost every one of them. Oh, no, never mind. Fucking Kentucky. Jesus Christ. They've been to 10 bowl games in the last. Nope, we're worse than Kentucky. Try again. Well, let's just look at Vanderbilt football history. Since games have been two in the last twenty years. Since two thousand. Yep. One, two, three. Three winning seasons. They've been to one, two, three, four, five, six bowl games since 2000 and have won so one, two, three. We're shittier than Vanderbilt and SEC is what we're saying. Now, it, it, Vanderbilt has one, two, three, six, and seven seasons, so they lost their bowl game. Yeah, Illinois doesn't even have that. The best record Vanderbilt has had since 2000 was in 2012 and 13. They went 9-4 and four both years. Under James Franklin. Yep. Yep. We don't even have... Derek Mason. Even Derek Mason took them to two bowl games and they went 6-7. and seven. I think Illinois' worst team in the Big Ten in the last 20 years. Well, there's some truth for you. So for Illinois fans... <laughs> oh, well, you weren't here yet last Sunday when I went off on the Ohio State fans with my interactions. Oh, damn it, Steve. Let's, let's not give any Ohio State people any more attention than what they need because... Let's be honest, they cry for attention. Well, then after that, after that, like a day or two later, somebody hopped on. He's a big Louisville basketball fan. Said Illinois basketball sucks too. He commented on there and I said, who won the Big Ten? Then he wanted to talk about the history and I said, hey, you're a Louisville fan, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, go buy some more hookers for your basketball team. At least we don't do that. We could hire the Silver Bullet girls we still wouldn't have a good basketball team, but at least we'd be like Louisville. 
And then he said I was clueless on something, and then that's where I said, you make it too personal, and I, I was just done, so I blocked him. I was just done. I've known him for years, and I was done. I was like, I'm over. I don't care if I've known you for years. If you want to be shitty, we're done. Yeah, so Illinois. Um, so these people Illinois, need to come. It's those basketball fans. Remember all the Illinois basketball fans that wanted to fire him for Brad Underwood when we were struggling? Those, what, three to five games? Yeah, early in the season, we were yeah. playing good teams. Yeah, ever since, what, we played Baylor, and I was like, well, you know Baylor just won the national title, so there's a reason why. So I think it's those type of fans. I think it's fans that want Illinois to be good so bad that when it's not going on, how long did it take Ron Zook to kind of almost turn a corner? Um. Yeah, so he actually had a couple of bad years. So he took over. His third year, he went to the Rose Bowl. Okay, so that was when, like, we had Juice. It was his third year. Uh, Martez Wilson's third year. That big recruiting class. And then we went five and seven after that. Then we went three and nine. But then we went back-to-back bowl games. So it was, like, serviceable. And won those bowl games. And then we fired him. And then... The Tim Beckman era having, started. <laughs> Two and ten, four and eight, six and seven, lost the heart of Dallas Bowl. Beckman was only here for three years. God, that seemed like an eternity. Then he got fired. Who was here for a long time? Lovey Smith. Dude never won. Dude was never better than 500 and got five years, six years. His fifth year, he didn't coach the last game because it says Rod Smith was 0-1. So the last time we were really, really good, apparently, was Ron Turner in 2001. No, he went to the Sugar Bowl. Well, we were 10-2. Well, let's talk about Ron Turner's first. Well, no, you know what? Ron Turner. Went 0-11. Oh, fuck. In 1997. 3-8. Ron Turner only had two winning seasons. Then he did his magic on the Bears. Lou Tepper Tepper had two winning seasons. Makovic, three winning seasons out of four. There we go. There's somebody. We have to go to Makovic, Steve. You weren't even born. 88, 89, and 90. Wow. We were terrible. Yeah, so I it's gonna take a while, but who knew that uh um Ron Zook was like the guy. Yeah. And our field's named after a guy that I think has a 500 winning percentage. That tells you how shitty our football is. When did we win the national title? In like the 40s? Well, I'm clear back to 1913 to try and find somebody who had a winning overall record. Hey, all you football coaches out there, I know if you're like me, we want to be simple. 
and we're always looking for a way to add to the game drills plays all that stuff okay so if you're like me and you're looking for drills you're trying to figure out how to do this well there's no simpler way than getting back to the basics so i want to thank coach stone for contributing sponsoring this podcast helping me out with other things so i need you guys if you want to get back to the basics you need to go get this book back to the basics football drill manual from back to the basics from coach stone football this book is 500 pages over 500 pages and it goes from offense defense special teams tackling turnovers everything that you need is right here you get this book and you look at all of his other stuff you will never need to go look up another drill again it has like all these drills i kid you not this book has it for you okay so if you're like me and we always talk about becoming simple we're always talking about making things easier on our players back to the basics is for you so please go to coachstonefootball.com it has this book on there i believe this was his first was coach stone's first one you need to go on there and get it um coachstonefootball.com it's on there i think it's on amazon but if you go to his website there's so much other stuff i recommend going to the website um there's other books on there but this is the first one you need to look at for it drills from all aspects of the game there's over 100 drills i believe in this book so again go to coachstonefootball.com go get this book and let's get back to the basics the coach steve show is sponsored by the launchpad kickoff team if you're a football coach out there high school college nfl doesn't matter and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftee.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school, Okay, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off or there's an option to buy four if you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees if you like it so much when you use the code css you'll get the fourth one free so instead of paying full price for all four you'll get three so go to launchpadkickofftee.com css use the code css get 10 percent off buy four to get the fourth one free this is a game changer guys it does more than just hold your balls Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. Yeah, so basically... Illinois fans need to chill out. It's going to take a hot minute. And there is a little bit of talent, but I stress a little bit. You've got Isaiah Williams. You have... uh, I have to look up that kid's name. Like, McCray. Oh, yeah, um... Brad actually texted it to us, I think. Uh, McCray. He's number zero. 
Yeah, Josh McCray. He's a good running back. He's a very good running back. Now, but other than that, we don't have. Watching the game, I thought the defense played better. But then when you look at the stats, you're like, oh. But you held Maryland to 20 points. Let's be honest. In in college football, if you hold somebody below 20, you've got a pretty good shot of winning. I mean, we gave up 300. 20 or below, I feel like it's like that number because that's like two touchdowns and two field goals or a missed extra point and three scores. Mm -hmm. That's not bad for a terrible defense. I mean, we like a defense that's like going from cover two to man to man. We let him throw for 350 yards, which is a lot, but he only threw one touchdown. Yes. And he's the most efficient passer with a clean pocket in the NCAA. According then, there's, to pro folks. then there's Brandon Peters, who throws for 185. Yep. Honestly, I thought the defense held up to their end of the deal because if the offense would have scored at all the momentum, like – we just went very anemic at the wrong times. And then we had the McCray kid rushing very well, and then he got hurt, and I that that hurt us. Because then we were – Chase Brown went out of the game too, so we were without our starting two running – or our first two running backs on the depth chart. So, yeah, defense play did its part. And I, like I said, watching it, I was like, oh, the defense, they give up some plays. But I'm like – Alabama's going to do that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Clemson's going to do that, so I'm not too worried about it. So it looked like they cleaned it up. Um, right. Offense is very stagnant again. It's looking like... Um, was it was his name Rod Smith? Yeah. It's looking like that all over again. And yeah. Tony Peterson's way better than that. If you watched any App State games over the last few years, mm-hmm. he does the same formations, the same stuff, but like he opens it up more. So I think now you're at a point, I mean, where are we one and three? Yeah. Just number one. Open it up. Well Yeah. 
But you're going to open it up with a below average quarterback. With I will I, w- I want to say props to this because nobody probably notices this, but uh, but like football coaches. But when we picked up that fumble and scored a touchdown, Casey Washington, kudos to you for stock blocking like a son of a bitch and getting that play to pop. And yeah. then you got rewarded because our, our our dude fumbled it, and then you picked it up and ran it in for a score. Maybe not the way we wanted to score, but that was – I thought that was him being rewarded like the football god saying, like, buddy, you just did the most selfless thing out here on the perimeter, and here you go. Here's your little nugget. Right. Because I, I was very impressed, and I know he'd never see this, but I thought, honestly, that was great effort, in my opinion. Like, I love good receiver stock blocking. Because those are the blocks, you as well as I know, when the receiver gets a good block, that play can go for 20-plus. And then you'll and get the – For a touchdown. Then you'll get the ball thrown to you if you block. Yeah. So I hope that – I hope that that does get recognized because that effort, that was that was really good. I was, and I think our guys are playing hard, but you can play hard and still be, not be very good, right? And going into the season, I think we were all thinking we could get to five hundred, and now I don't know because like now we got Purdue, which we have a shot, but Purdue's not that bad. They must beat Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Notre Dame's terrible, though. They are, but even though, even then... They need to lose so we don't let them eke into the college football playoff. Can that, like, happen? Can we find somebody to beat them? Oh, they're going to lose to somebody. God, I hope. We need them to lose. I was hoping it'd be yesterday. We need them to lose, and we need... Ohio State to lose another one. Another one, and we need Oklahoma... Yeah, because they barely won yesterday. I can't stand Oklahoma. I love. I hate Spencer Rattler from QB1. Hold on before I move. I'm trying to find Notre Dame's schedule because they will. They're going to lose somewhere. They play Clemson again? They play Wisconsin on the 25th. I think Cincinnati might get them. They play Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could see Notre Dame fall pretty far here. They could lose to them. They could maybe lose to USC. They don't play Clemson this year. How'd they luck out of that? Probably because they played them last year. Yeah. So they they got Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, USC, North Carolina. That is a tough stretch. Yeah, they'll lose somewhere. Yeah, because I know USC isn't doing so hot, but at the same time, like, that's a big rivalry. Ever since the Bush push, like, everybody watches that game. And Clemson almost lost yesterday to Georgia Tech. <laughs> like It's going to be a weird season, I think. So I think we're done with Illinois. I think we just have to stay this course of... But like that, the well, per- people need to stop. Like, we got all excited, right? We got all excited because everything looked great. And I think now we're coming back down to reality of it's going to take a little while. We don't have elite people. 
we only have a few competent people. And it's just, when you have guys who are second-year NFL age and they still can't get it done on the field, you're probably not very good. I still take the blame because our best podcast was after the Nebraska game. We had no BS. We were down to business. We had a good church session beforehand, and then now it's been... Yeah, but I, I think at the same time, like, wide zone's been there against some teams. Like I said, inside zone was great, but Chase Brown and, and uh, McCray, there are only two, like, inside the tackle guys. The rest of those guys are kind of like, they're not scat max, but they're not inside zone runners. They're not like, they don't have as good a vision. I mean, there's a reason that, like, the third, fourth, fifth running backs. Norwood had a couple of little bright spots, but yeah. We just need to stick to what works. Don't be afraid to call it over and over and then play action off of it, RPO off of it. And if Brandon Pierce can't get it done, then fuck him. Put in Statowski again. Yeah, and I think we need to do that. Like, I think that that has to happen. Like, either that or Peters can start the next game and then Peters has a very short leash. Peters has a short leash. Oh, then okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs to only be about two feet right now as we're speaking. Like this is not going to work. Yeah. And I think Bielma now realizes I got to recruit a quarterback. I got to get a quarterback. Yeah. And you need to be. Yeah. I don't know, does Illinois have any, like, you know, we had the McCarthy kid last year from Illinois who went to IMG, but he was from Illinois. We know that. Um, Do you got any big, like, recruits up there in the Burbs, like QB-wise? I'm sure, like, Loyola probably has a quarterback. They're pretty good. Because they beat beat Brother Rice, I think. Yeah, by, like, two. It was a close game. And he needs to start looking at Rochester – yeah, I think it would be nice to get a homegrown quarterback that is from a winning culture. You know what I mean? Well, like, there was a quarterback at Rochester. He's playing at SIU now, uh, Nick Baker. Yeah. Statistically, he was better than all the other quarterbacks that won a state title with Derek. Well, we did have Wes Lunt. He was better than Wes Lunt statistically, though, at high school. No shit. And now he's at SIU. He got hurt last year. Now he's back, and they were they're, they're, he's pretty good. He didn't throw an interception until, like, the third playoff game. They got a good coach, too. Nick Hill's a really good coach. Nick Hill's a really SIU. good coach. I think Derek – I watched him play in high school. Oh, really? At Duke Point. Yeah. They played uh, Monticello. Who? Duke oh. Point. Oh, Nick, Nick Hill? Nick oh. Hill was in high school. Yeah. It was my, I think it was my sophomore year. Went over to Monticello and watched him play Monticello and do coin. Like, I was like, who in the hell is this guy? I emailed him to be on the podcast. And then he went to Western Kentucky to play basketball. And then the Western Kentucky basketball coach left, went to SIU as a quarterback, became that conference's player of the year. After being a basketball player for like two years, 
then went to SIU and now he's the head coach there and having success. And they love him there. They absolutely yeah. love him. Well, he's a Southern Illinois boy. Duke Coins, Southern Illinois. Um, you ever been to Centralia? Mm-mm. Oh, is that where the Superman stuff is? I think so. We played him when I was coaching at Charleston. We were talking about yeah. mascot names. This is way off topic because Centralia is, you pass Centralia going to DuCoin. Yeah. They're the orphans. Yes. And some coach goes, are they really called the orphans? And I yes. said, yes. When I was coaching at Charleston, they had a quarterback that was like 215 pounds and not a bad 215 and could just truck people. And he had a cannon of an arm. They came out in the Maryland eye on us one play. And then the next play, they go to empty. It was like playing Tim Tebow is what it was. Okay. Fair enough. That was just my... Uh, you, you want to talk about bad high school nicknames, though, before we stray too far off topic? What about Pekin's original mascot? Are they the dragons right now? They're the dragons now, but what were they before that? I have no idea. I have no idea. They were the chinks. Oh my god. They had a little like Chinese looking guy mascot. And if you look at their dragon, isn't it a very like Asianish dragon? Now why would you go and do that? Because Pekin's a very racist town. Okay. Just being honest, that's what I heard. I can't remember who the hell told me that, but yeah, they were the Pekin Chinks, which is just crazy. And like, good thing they changed their name because I could only imagine what they were going to have to deal with like nowadays. But so, yeah. no, note to self: never coach in Pekin, Illinois. Never coach in Pekin, Illinois. Yeah, pass on that. Hard pass or easy pass. That's an easy pass. It's not even a hard pass. Even if they offer me like a hundred grand a year, be like, oh, I'm going to have to rethink this decision. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, dude. I think Illinois needs to like just temper their expectations. We got to weather the storm. It ain't like we've had what five? five did I say five winning seasons? Yeah, it it's not good. And most of them five came winning with, seasons in twenty in twenty years. Like, and they all came with Ron Zook. Yeah, well, Ron Turner had one. And then yeah. what? Lovey Smith's best record was six and six. Went to a bowl game, lost, and went six and seven. Yes, so that doesn't count. The Red Box Bowl, where you get your beer, a movie, and watch Illinois lose to to Cal. <laughs> you get a free DVD because at that time Blu-rays were the big thing, so they were trying to off their stock, use it as a tax write-off. Here's our VHSs and DVDs. You can't touch the Blu-rays. We still have. No, they got. <laughs> They got cassette tapes of, like, Aladdin or something, like, stupid. Here's the original cassette version of The Lion King. Yeah. So, yeah. So, other than that, in college football, I think, okay, so just looking at it, I think Florida's eventually going to get Alabama. They had a hell of a showing last year uh, in the... It was in the oh shit SEC championship. They didn't have Tony. They didn't have Pitts, and they oh, yeah. lost by like a touchdown. Oh yeah, Kyle Trask put up like he put up some big numbers. 
Yes. Without those two guys. So I personally think like Florida is on the upswing. Those people just got to be a little bit patient. Don't be like Auburn and get rid of Gus Malzahn. Stay the course. It'll all be fine. A close loss to Alabama. Alabama is still a really damn good team. And I think Nick Saban right now, he keeps alluding to, like, we got to be focused. We're letting all the talk get to us. And he keeps saying that. I think he's having, like, we've got some kids who are coming in being told how good they are. And they're not really fully bought. They're talented enough to win, but they're not fully bought into the Saban way. If that makes sense. And maybe some of the NIL thing is maybe a part of it. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to give you a million dollars because you're at Alabama. This is how good you are. And now he's got to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Besides uh, besides Bryce Young, because he had three passing touchdowns. I think he might be the only – because he's made a lot of money already. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I think he might be the only one that's like, I'm, I'm, everybody else though around him is probably like, I'm this good because this business is giving me money. I'm going to go sign autographs. And they talked about this already. They said that's what they were afraid of with this. But you have to make money off your name. Well, but you've got kids that are now having to become professionals, right? At 18, and- 19 years old. Exactly. So you get an 18-year-old kid that's a highly touted dude comes into Alabama and there's like no transition into the Alabama way. It's as a freshman, I'm looking at being starting. I'm making a half a million dollars off all these endorsement deals. And there's no adaptation to happen before that money gets there. Like, I almost feel like the NCAA should, like, look at that and be like, for football, you can't do NIL stuff like your freshman year. That might be something, even though that's going to screw up a lot of things. But with football, you got to stay three years anyways. So you're still going to have two years of NIL stuff. Well, now Basketball will be totally different. Now, like in the NFL, I think they have, like, a course when they first get in there of, like, this is how press conference is going to go. This is how the money's going to go. Do colleges or the NCAA need to start hiring people like that for like, hey, at Alabama, here is a financial advisor. Here's a meet, here's a um, publicist. Here's well, they and I could see them being like, hey, we're going to have an athlete only class, and it's 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 uh, you know image, and it goes over digital image, like. Not just what you look like on Twitter, on Facebook, on all that stuff. How you look on everything else. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. But if there's a coach... And I guarantee you Alabama's doing it because they brought in Alex Rodriguez to talk to the team. And I bet you it wasn't like, hey, I'm some great baseball player. It was probably, hey, I'm Alex Rodriguez. I had a very successful career. I was the first quarter of a billion dollar player in the Major League Baseball rankings. And now I'm on ESPN Baseball tonight, and this is how I have grown my Alex Rodriguez brand, not just being a player. And I dated Jennifer Lopez. He did do that. And then lost her to Brad or uh, Ben Affleck. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So I, 
you know, there there's a lot going on there. I God, I just need Notre Dame to lose. So I don't want to see him in the college football playoff. Um, I still don't see anybody beating Alabama. No, but that SEC championship game with Georgia, if Georgia can stay unblemished. Yeah, I think it's those two. I think it'll be really interesting. And if it's a close game, they both might make the playoff. Because I think before you jumped on this podcast to be a consistent member, me and Brad talked about Georgia, and Brad even said, like, when are you – he said, when is Georgia just going to open up the playbook and quit doing this offense that's just not working? Your defense, you always had figured out. And if you watch Georgia, they still do their under center power eye stuff. They're now doing that stuff out of a gun thing because of who their quarterback is. If they get yep. that going with their defense, I yeah. they're not going to beat Alabama, but it's going to be a 31-29 game like Florida. It's kind of like it's kind of like Iowa, right? Like Iowa just it's a it's a slow chemical death when you play Iowa because they have great defense. They just beat the hell out of you up front. And now all of a sudden they've got an offense that can score 40 points a game and it's like, "Oh, we still got the slow death on our side of the offensive side of the ball." But Iowa can now put up points. I hope it's Ohio State and Iowa and the Big 10 and Iowa just beats them to sleep yeah i hate iowa basketball but i've always respected iowa football yeah because they're pink locker rooms i cannot stand iowa basketball that coach is a douche yeah and his son's a douche but every player on their team is a douche but that iowa football program i respect yeah because they have a lot of illinois guys on that program a lot of kids from Illinois. A lot of linemen and fullbacks from Illinois is worth sure. what's happening. And I think BLMO will get them to Illinois. But, yeah, um, before I, I like that we, I like that we're having a little recruiting rivalry with them. Right. Um, lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But who would be in the SEC championship game? Alabama and Georgia or Alabama and Florida again? Alabama, Georgia. They're not going to play before that, right? Nope. That's going to be a game. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be a you just come down here, Steve, and you can stay in the guest room. And I'm excited uh, to have like yeah, it's that's going to be a hell of a game. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? And they'll both probably make the playoff if that's Georgia's only loss. And it's close. Now it can't be. And and as if if it goes the way we think it's going to go, but here's the deal: you have no Clemson already lost, right? Yeah, they yeah. already lost. They lost to Georgia. But if, but if but if you have okay, so they would go in over Clemson. But if you have Oklahoma, Cincinnati. 
Alabama. Yeah, that four spots up for grabs, and right now it'd be Georgia because they're in over Clemson, in my opinion. I mean, they embarrassed Clemson. Clemson couldn't do anything. Oh, against Georgia? No, and they almost lost yeah. to they almost lost to Georgia Tech. Yeah, they're. I don't know what's going on there. It's kind of weird. I mean, I'm not a fan of Georgia Tech ever since they made Paul Johnson leave. Yeah, even though he ran the triple option, like he that. Again, if you want to go back and look at winning seasons, Paul Johnson won at Georgia Tech. And now you bring in this guy. I think it's a curse. I think they could be really good, but it was when that spring game came out and he went into that triple option formation, then the coach said split, and they split into a spread, and everybody cheered. I was like, now this is karma. Yes. They claim it was respecting Paul Johnson, and I said, no, I take that as a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because you got a reaction out of it, right? Right. You know, like, the fans cheered and stuff. And now maybe as a coach, maybe they were like, we're going to respect Paul Johnson. But to respect him, you might as well just have run a play out of it. Run a play out of it. Yes, if they, I agree with that. How hard is it to run like a fullback belly or a fullback dive? Fullback dive or just do freaking inside zone read to make it look like it. Yeah. That would have been respectful. Like maybe the first play or two you run a play out of that and then the next play you're in your two-by-two, three-by-one and just go. Yeah. And maybe the coach thought this is respecting him, but the fans cheered and nobody was like, shut up. You know, like as a coach, you could have tried and been like, shut up. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. Don't even touch it. Yeah, just have a clean break. But yeah, that's my little rant on that. But Clemson's not looking good. Oklahoma might slip up. Oklahoma is going to slip up. And it's probably going to be Iowa State. Iowa even State. Iowa State isn't great. Campbell will have them playing good by the time they play Oklahoma. It's either going to be Iowa State or Kansas State. Because for some reason, Kansas State always has... Is the thorn in their side. The last two years, it's been that way. Yeah. With Jalen Hurts and Spencer Radler the last two years. It will also be interesting to see Steve Sarkeesian in his first Red River shootout. I have a feeling, though, he won't. they won't win against Oklahoma. No, but at the same time, like, that's going to be where you know if Sarkeesian's going to pan out and they have a decent showing for being a new coach, right, with no recruits or anything. Or if they get blown out embarrassed, it's like, well, is he going back to the booze? <laughs> he may already be back on the booze from losing to – who did they lose to last week? I don't even know. They lost to somebody. I was like, thank you. Because me and Brad talked about it. Brad even said that. He goes, you have to think he goes back on the booze. And I said, if you looked at him on camera last week, he was hot and sweaty. I think he did a halftime. <laughs> he did a did a bottle of Fireball. That's what I said. He had some shooters in his pocket. <laughs> Sliding them down the the uh, polo. He, go to the, he was going to the trainer's tent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, other than that, I didn't get a chance to watch too much college football. 
like because we had a game yesterday and it seemed like an hour long third quarter. It was just wild. Now I'm curious as he, I'm going to find out. It's on the tip of my tongue. Who they lose to? Arkansas. Like what the hell? Why did I not think of that? Yeah. Arkansas is ranked. Arkansas is good. I love Coach Pittman. Okay. He was born to coach. He was he was the online coach at Georgia before he took this job, and I think he coached at Arkansas beforehand. I can't remember. He was born to coach O line, and he was born to be the head coach at Arkansas. The way he acts, yeah, kind of like how uh, Coach Ogeron is with LSU. Pittman kind of reminds me of Bielema too. Like he's going to say what he wants. He wants to punch people in the mouth, and he wants to be more physical than you. And right now, Arkansas just has more dudes than Illinois. But like that's who he reminds me of. Like yeah. And then, like you said, Ed was born to coach LSU, even though I feel like if he loses a game or two, he may not be there anymore. They've won. I hope they really – they need to really think about that. I think so, too, but I'm also not a fan of firing a coach week two. The USC coach was terrible. I just don't like firing people week two. I mean, the dude was one and one. Like, oh, so you think – and I he got drudged in the second week, but dude, like but, let the guy finish the season. Well, that was my next thing was you fire him week two. You already knew going into the season, like you want him fired. You might as well have just done it after the season. Because here's the deal. You're paying him 12 mil, whether he's coaching or not. You got a $12 million buyout, Steve. Well, kind of like Notre Dame still paying what's his face. Charlie Weiss. I think they're still paying him. Gus is still getting paid by Auburn. That's crazy. These these college football coaches agents are the best agents on the planet. Yeah. Well, and college football is so quick to like turn on you. Right? Like it's like, oh, year two. Well, you know what? We didn't see any improvements. We're gonna cut you loose even though you took over an over program. And then when we go to hire somebody, we're going to hire a hiring committee, and they're going to make the decision for us instead of the athletic director doing it by himself or the president doing it. Mm -hmm. That coach Jason Brown off of Last Chance U, he has the perfect Mm -hmm. saying. He goes, when these people have a hiring committee, these athletic directors and presidents have PhDs. They're doctors. And they're idiots when they do this. They have PhDs. Yeah. So I did not like... I think they should have fired him after the season. But when you fire somebody week two, you already knew you wanted to fire him. And you already have somebody in mind of who you're going to get. Like, you've already talked about it. And I think it's going to be Urban Meyer. Yeah. Urban Meyer said before, if he was going to come back to college coaching, it was Notre Dame or USC. Shit. So Urban Meyer's going to be one and done in the NFL. That is interesting. Now, people are saying that that's ridiculous because of whatever. But the rumor is James Franklin might leave Penn State. 
and go. I think he has a good know, thing going at Penn State. Yeah. And Penn State's a blue blood of the Big Ten. Like, he would be silly. Yeah, I don't know if Urban Meyer so will even go. Illinois over the last 10 years is 20 and 64 in Big Ten play. I mean. We are 46 and 78 overall. Since 2000? Yes. And these Illinois fans want our coaches fired after week three? Yes. These are the fans. And here's the deal. They would probably be worse than Rutgers in Maryland, but they joined in 2014. Rutgers is 3-0. and Yeah. Yeah, Rutgers? we are. We are definitely we we are by the number the worst team in the Big Ten, and we're like all pissed off that oh, oh we're one and three. We should be used to that shit, right? Like, well, like I said before in the one in the very first one we did after Nebraska, I said I'm ready to get hurt again, so I've opened it oh, up and, to be hurt. Oh, and we're getting hurt, Steve. Because we got Purdue and Charlotte. If we don't beat Charlotte. We won't win a game. Yeah. We might be 1 and 11. What the heck is happening here? Yeah. We've lost 70 some games since 2000. I don't think Nick Saban has lost 70 games total his whole life. <laughs> Even as an assistant, I don't know if you could add that That's up. Being a player in high school, probably including. And he's coached at like 12 different colleges, and I'm sure he has not had lost that many games. But those are the Illinois fans that... I'm trying to make fun of them. Those are the Illinois fans that go to the bullet for a burger. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Those are the ones who go for the vacation. Those are the ones that go to Casey's and not buy a breakfast pizza. Mm-hmm. Or those are those Illinois fans that go to Starbucks. I don't trust so them. What sucks is is it's hard to... Dude, there's a lot of freaking shit. That, did you know Chicago was in the Big Ten? The University of Chicago? Yeah, way back in the day. They're one of the original. When Illinois was really good. Well, that explains it. We were being a Division Three team. Now it's all coming together of... Yeah. Because um, yeah. we just and talked actually, about that the other day. Actually, Chicago in the conference was 54% winning percentage, which would put them above Wisconsin. Really? They were 120 and 99. Wisconsin is 387 and 382. Well, maybe they should come back. Yeah. Illinois is 350 and 445. 
We are a sub 500 football program, yet we expect. I don't know. Our overall winning percentage is 497. No bullshit. We're so close to that 500. Since since, since 1896. <laughs> 126 years. And we want to fire Bielma and Tony Peterson after week three of their first year. Yes. But those are the guys I want to fire Brad Underwood for winning the Big Ten. Yes. Those are the people that don't know where tomatoes come from. Yeah, Purdue has a winning record in bowl games. Dude, Michigan has a shitty record in bowl games. They do. Rutgers is 100% in bowl games. Where were they before the Big Ten? The Big East? Yeah. Penn State, number two. That's from 93 to 2021. Wisconsin's 53%. Iowa, 53%. Purdue, 52%. Ohio State, 49%. They're 26 and 27 Michigan State, 46%. Michigan, 43%. Minnesota, 42%. Illinois, 42%. Minnesota might as well be 43. They're 429. So we're the worst bowl game percentage? One of the worst, yeah. We're in the bottom four, five. So... Yep, we just need to temper our stuff. These are the people that go to McDonald's and order a salad. Yes. These are the people who go to Chick-fil-A and try and order a Big Mac. These are the people that eat at Raising Cane's. These are Ohio State fans. Fuck them. (laughs) These are Auburn fans, let's be honest. And Penn State beat them. Yes. So, well, Steve, we got five minutes till the NFL starts. Yeah, is there any closing arguments, closing thoughts? Don't start Justin Fields. Yeah, don't put Justin – hand the ball to David Montgomery. That's my closing thought. Okay, real quick. I told somebody he worked with who to get faster? Chris Corfus? Chris Corfus, yes. Okay, so I told people the right thing. Yeah, he did good, Steve. Someone said he looks a lot faster, and I said, hold on, I know something. Like, raise my hand when we're in class. I know a guy who knows a guy. Because they were talking about how fast he looks, so I raised my hand, and I brought it up, and then I said something about, like, I say speed-based training, which I know is probably not the right thing, but I just say, like, this is kind of, Whatever. I would say max velocity training. I said that and somebody rolled their eyes and I was like. I mean, I just retweeted a thing today about max velocity training and how it raises every submaximal speed. It works because I mean, watching him play, he looks a lot faster. 
and he still has his, he has better elusiveness and still doesn't get taken to the ground. He hasn't lost strength. No, his legs are still massive. I think I think the problem is oh Jesus Christ here we go. I'm going to end it on this. I think people don't understand that there is a strong enough category, and too many people are worried about gains, 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 and then they forget that there's a strong enough category, right? Right. Like David Montgomery, super, super strong dude. But he has to change that to power to be able to express it as strength. And that's what happens. So. Well, Chicago, well, he looks faster. Yes, he does. And Matt Nagy needs to be fired. That'll be the last thing. ScrewMattNagy.com. Check it out. What is it? Just kidding where it's, I said screwmatnaggy.com. It's a facetious website, Steve. So you don't go there. You're smarter than that. I would be afraid of what pops up. We need to start that with Brad's burner account. Yeah, so go check out Brad's new Twitter. It's going to be... What do we want it to be? Not, at Raising Cane? Not Brad Miller. At Raising Cane. Yeah, his name is not Brad Miller. At Raising Cane. <laughs> Go check him out on Twitter and his YouTube page. I'll create a YouTube page. There's going to be chicken strips. I'm going to ruin Brad's life till he comes back on. Yes. This could be considered online bullying, but we're not. I don't know. Nope. It's not. But I got to get off here, Steve. All right. Blouses. Signing out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.